What's up, guys? It's Fit Food Radio. This is episode 105, and it's me, my good self, with Keris Marsden. How do? Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, guys, today we wanted to talk to you a little bit about holidays. More importantly, staying on track on holiday, or could you say damage limitation on holiday, but essentially still being able to go away, being able to enjoy a bit of what you fancy, letting your hair down and not coming back feeling fat, frumpy, guilty and feeling like you need to get back on it, so to speak, as it's often put. We wanted to do this episode because, of course, we've recently been on holiday ourselves and we kind of shared a bit of an insight, if you will, to the kind of things that we enjoy doing on holiday and how we still very much embrace a a healthy lifestyle, very much embrace a fit food lifestyle, which is a very balanced one, I feel. And we also wanted to do this episode because we get this question a lot, especially around this time of year, you know, people going on holiday a lot more, although do we need to at the minute with this amazing UK weather? Apparently like uh, travel agents are complaining about lots of trade essentially because people are staying not here going, well, going away the answer to that should be they should adjust the flights make them cheaper yeah, <laughs> yeah. stop charging 50 quid to put a case in an aeroplane like yeah. doubling the price of a flight you fair, it is true though you know like you know if it didn't cost so much to fly in like school holidays and whatnot you know maybe people would fly a bit more yeah so we just wanted to kind of kind of share a few hints and tips because you know, a holiday shouldn't be ridiculously rigid to where you kind of feel like you're on a diet or anything like that, because that'd be pretty dull. But at the same time, a holiday isn't an excuse for you to just go absolutely mental and gain a ton of weight and, you know, come back feeling rubbish for it. You know, if anything, you know, we always say like, you should feel great for a holiday. You should come yeah. back feeling energized, replenished, and you certainly shouldn't look any different aside from being browner and you know, you know, more, you know <laughs> with a nice golden tan and well that's what goes wrong for me when people say i have clients who actively dread going on holiday because they say i'm going to get out of the routine and routine's really important to me in terms of being healthy mm-hmm. and being close to my gym and access to healthy food and then other people say that they get a lot of pressure from friends and family to kind of break from that routine. And again, we can talk about that in a second. But I suppose the first point that I really want to emphasize and I've written a blog on the website called Five Steps to a Fitter Holiday, which emphasizes most of these points, is is kind of remember the why you go on holiday. Yeah. And the why you go on holiday isn't just to eat ice cream and drink your body weight in beer and red wine and Prosecco. And as nice as those things are, and they can definitely be part of your holiday, that's all you're looking forward to, then you need to have a little bit of a rethink about the process because Holidays are a chance to be healthier in different ways because you're not tied to kind of a desk working, you're not tied to a routine, you're not stuck indoors. So mentally, you should feel better. You should feel just kind of more energized, more excited about getting out of bed, getting out, doing some cool stuff. So in a way, the food side of things should be a kind of combination of fuel and a little bit of something you fancy because it's part of that kind of celebration of a new environment, local food, you want to try local dishes, that kind of thing. So, and in the past, I've gone on holiday with, you know, kind of friends. I did a kind of all girls holiday and it was really interesting because there was a full on Barney in the supermarket when we got there because they were filling <laughs> the shopping trolley with basically crisps and Prosecco. And I said, I kind of wanted to put in some carrots and hummus and 
tomatoes and they were like what are you doing actual green stuff yeah and they're like what are you doing we're, we're only here for four <laughs> <Whoa>. days <laughs> we're actually just going to trash our bodies for four days and there was this yeah this basically kind of full-on argument and I was like I want real food whilst I'm here and now I still go along to a lot of like Hindus and weekends away reunions that kind of stuff but I do just take my own food half the time mm. and I'm like just so I've got to, and I'll sit up all night talking, you know, I have a bit yeah, of alcohol and stuff. I don't stand there going, I don't eat those foods. And I will have the food that everyone else is eating. But I mean, I'm surprised sometimes what my friends can get through, like bottle yeah. after bottle after bottle of alcohol. And I'm like, I'd be an A&E by now when I watch yeah. them. Like, I would literally be an a and I don't know how you can hold that much, but it is what it is. We, but, we, we, we've got no stamina ever when it comes to drink. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't. But yeah. also like, we love filling our days with stuff and I don't want to be in bed all morning with a headache going, uh, you know, like, don't get me wrong, a bit of hangover, it's funny yeah. and we have a laugh and I go, oh, I feel a bit groggy. Me and you sometimes do go, what the heck, let's just get a bit tipsy, whatever. We never get full on drunk because it's, for you, it's too hard. You have to like drink four bottles of whiskey or something because it takes well, a lot for you to get drunk. Probably not that much. <laughs> that, 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 that's quite excessive. And I just kind of lose interest in it, I suppose. I get a little bit merry and then I, I get hungry and, and then I lose interest in it and just want to eat. And then as soon as I've eaten, I'm like, now I want to sleep. And that, that's me in a night out, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like, say, yeah you, you've got more longevity on a night out if you don't drink rather than yeah, if you do. totally. And to be fair, I'm probably the same. Yeah. Um, but so what I was going to say was, that, that just back to my first point, is like revisit. The point of going away is that you have escaped responsibility nine till five those kind of things and it's an opportunity to go and do some really cool stuff or do you know what just shut off from the internet social media emails responsibility and just lie in some bed and read a, a novel or something like there's so yeah. much amazing stuff that you could do on holiday and you know, i suppose that the, the thing the beauty of a holiday is is a holiday is whatever you want it to be yeah and everyone's definition of a of what they see as a, a nice enjoyable holiday is different isn't it in terms yeah. of the places that they go, the type of activities that they do, the foods they enjoy eating, etc. And that's for you to decide 100%. But it's like we say that, you know, remember why you're going on holiday. And it is to, to de-stress, rejuvenate, you know, all of those things, which chances are aren't going to happen if you are just like drinking, drinking in excess, much. eating yeah. crap in excess yeah, and, and yeah. all of that. And not to say you shouldn't have a little binge, you know, like people do, like, I'm on my holidays yeah, and have yeah, a little yeah. moment, you know, and we both do. But I think you need to kind of get it into check. And we, in the, the holiday itself, it should be enough in terms of... Well, we're more, for example, like we are definitely more flexible with our nutrition when yeah. we go on holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, 100%, there's no doubt about it. You know, we, we drink more alcohol than we ordinarily do. I eat more ice cream than I ordinarily do. Kerry eats more chocolate than she ordinarily does. <laughs> no, I and think I eat the same chocolate, but I eat more things like chips and crisps and stuff because we'll be out true, and we'll, true. you know, you'll you order them. And, and actually, I do love trying local desserts, so I'll often go out and try like local cakes and pastries and things like that. And you know, <laughs> Kerry said to me once we'd uh, we'd been for a meal and we were walking along and it, the heavens opened up and we just dived into this place because we just saw cake and coffee. Kerry's just like pointing at this kind of cookie like thing but it was like a cookie but not quite a cookie like a rock cake and Kerry's was like oh how do you pronounce that what are they no, what, what are they called and I was like oh uh called it's called one of them <laughs> was like what and I was like well, just point at it and say one of them one of them <laughs> <laughs> so British <laughs> what would you like one of them <laughs> and they'll know what you want 
It was the best. It was like a rock cake biscuit. It was and we still don't know what it was called. We don't. So we're going to call it a one of them. In the a one of them cake. And a giant rock cake. It was lovely. But uh, back to the point is, as you've just said, <clears throat> most of the day for us is spent kind of doing other really cool stuff. And actually a kind of habit that we have fallen into over the last couple of years, because the other thing about eating healthy, and we said this, we actually did a really long stint in Portugal, working and living over there. And I basically almost turned myself grey, trying to eat organic, local, grass-fed, all those kind of things, didn't I? Yeah. And it was impossible. And after a while, I mean, I think I kind of finally gave up on the whole concept and was just like, just eat local, eat good food. But I remember driving you mad for a long time because I'd be making this drive like an hour and a half to this organic shop and then you'd buy the... And out there with the heat, the fruit and veg would last like a couple of days and we'd drive back. Yeah, you'd gone off by the time we drove home. <laughs> like, and I remember creating huge amounts of stress behind kind of like food quality and like where we were going to eat and trying to get organic wine. And I don't know, what, I, I don't know, I suppose over the last couple of years, I've, I've stepped back and gone, it's two weeks of your life. It doesn't really yeah, make a big definitely. difference. And to be fair, I'm not the same at home anymore either. I'm much more relaxed about it because what I realised is the stress of trying to follow a home routine abroad ruins the holiday essentially yeah. and this could be the same for exercise and this can be the same for you know trying to work so it can be the same for trying to log on to your emails first thing in the morning and you know and the internet might not be great abroad we cause ourselves huge amounts of stress worrying about that rather than just going Do you know what fate has decided we're not checking emails this morning yeah. we're on holiday and same for exercise you know you can be a bit like where's the nearest gym because you genuinely like to train on holiday yeah. basically create the ice cream deficit that you're going to so we would create these stresses trying to fill the routine and what we realized is actually part of the adventure should be getting there and just having a sense of freedom that this is brand new and you still know the principles that you need to stick to so if it's going to be daily movement in the form of walking and that's it and swimming in yeah. the sea if that's what's available to you that's what you're going to do yeah. don't try and hire bikes and run in extortionate and in, in high heat to try and replicate what yes. you do at home and then get frustrated when you've passed out dehydrated or but, but, you know we'll do do that stuff for the fun of it if you genuinely enjoy yeah yeah or no, if it's available to you and it's in your routine you know yeah. it's not kind of taken away from family time those kind of things are all important because you can be really active on holiday and you know, without training, for example, but just kind of going back to what we've ended up doing is when we have that kind of sense of we have a hunt around on our first day, if there's a gym or train, if there's not, we'll probably get into like walking instead, don't we? Yeah. If we feel like it, we could do some body weight on the beach and yoga, that kind of stuff. So we've got that flexibility because we have the skill set ourselves to train with or without a gym or not at all. Like we know yeah. that our bodies are fine not training at all. But next thing we've started doing a lot of is actually we moved to going self-catered because we felt we did a couple of all-inclusive, mainly through work, didn't we? And noticed straight away that that's quite a difficult environment to be healthy in, all-inclusive, despite the food being amazing. Would you agree? Yeah, but it's just, it was just, you know, like, I mean, I have no off switch with a buffet. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Me, me and buffets are just not a good combination because, you know, I will eat and eat and eat. Yeah. And I know it's, I know it's the same, to be fair. I was like kind of, you would say, well, I've got to try everything. And that was like, there's, there's only so many times that excuse is going to work when I'm like, but you had those pancakes the last three days. Well, you've got to try them again, haven't you? Yeah, it's a different topic. Yeah. And same ballroom. <laughs> but I noticed I just ate more and it got to a point of, it didn't sit well with us from a kind of 
you know, even like a sustainability, it just felt we very used to see, like, indulgent. There was, a, there was a lot of food left as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Where's that going and, and, and stuff like that. So for us, it was like a bit of a, we made that connection between, you know, by going self-catering, it allows us to, to remain that little bit more in control of what we do. Yeah, yeah. And like I say, you know, my, my willpower is very much put to the test in front of a buffet. But this is a good point to anyone out there. If you know that that is an, an area for you that you struggle with, like you might be the sort of person that, that has no off switch or struggles to feel satiated or has done really well losing weight, don't put yourself in an environment of abundance and no barriers to that abundance because we, I mean, I, I think I, I've got quite good willpower, but even I was probably doubling the size of my normal breakfast because yeah. I was like, well, like you, I was like, oh, there's, there's fruit and there's so eggs. I'm done now. Was, that looks really nice. Yeah, yeah. has got. Maybe I'll just have a little bit. And it would be like, I'll have a bit of salmon, a bit of avocado and some more eggs and some more eggs and some more, yeah. So I, I noticed the same thing and we both said, but, but more also we just felt a bit like, this is a bit gluttonous really because mm. we don't need this much food. So we switched to going self-catered and the kind of routine that we've ended up getting into isn't that we then spend the whole week cooking fit to food feasts, but we get kind of simple ingredients in. So we'll get things like fruits, avocados, eggs, nuts, cheese, some local hams, that kind of stuff. So local food if we can. Sometimes nut butters. And then we'll also get, sometimes we've taken a protein powder out of sheer convenience because our focus is basically we'll do a pack up for the day. And our focus is to get out and just start having some fun, some adventure. So it can be anything from a beach walk to some sports to doing nothing, but driving somewhere beautiful to sit and read for the day. But we, in the day, our kind of drive is we don't want to think about food, but we've got fuel on us should we need it. Yeah, essentially the way it worked was is we packed up like a call box, didn't we? Yeah. Enough stuff to have a nice lunch. Like Keris mentioned, you know, we pack like a load of, like salad leaves, cherry toms, we'd boil up a load of eggs, we have protein bars. We used to whack a big tray of like sweet potatoes in the oven the night before, just whilst we're chilling, watching a bit of TV, maybe in the evening or, or whatever it may be. And we'll take that as the next day. Because for us, it's like when we're on holiday, and again, it's each to their own, we enjoy being out and about, you know, doing activities, being on the beach. So for us, like, we pretty much had a picnic on the beach every single day. Yeah. And yeah, it kind of meant we were eating similar foods each day for lunch, but that didn't bother us because we knew that in the evening we were going to go to a nice restaurant. We were going to have something very, very different. Yeah, that's like, we, I was going to say from a cost perspective, we kept, it, yeah, we kept it really simple. Occasionally, this is the other thing we did, it's because the meal pattern in the Mediterranean is obviously slightly later, everything shifts we found ourselves kind of naturally shifting. When we first get there, we tend to eat like we do at home. And, and lots of people say you're probably best trying to keep with that routine, but you just naturally end up wanting to stay on the beach longer, eating later. Yeah. We got bored of eating in empty restaurants as well because no one eats at six on well, holidays. Even seven to yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, You know, the, we found that eight o'clock was a good time because yeah, you're yeah. where you're eating to have a bit of an atmosphere. Yeah, you know, yeah, as, exactly. as nice as it is kind of, you know, trying to stick to a routine, you're on holiday and you want to be surrounded by people yeah. you don't want to be there in isolation well so in the end what we did was we then shift breakfast a little bit later didn't we got up a little bit later we shift everything to kind of fit with that mediterranean lifestyle and occasionally you're a big fan of you do an intermittent fast i only did a couple i never fast like like you would fast but if there were nights there's a few nights where we were eating you know kind of like cake in a square at 10 11 o'clock at night then I, you know i would kind of say 
probably don't need breakfast tomorrow. But, yeah. you know, when I knew that there's, I'm happy to do that kind of indulgence. But what I was about to say was we do end up, from a cost perspective, saving money. And then, like you've said, the evening is where we'll say, right, let's go and find somewhere local, mm. um, seasonal. Again, we, we mix up between something that's paleo-ish, between something that's not in any way paleo-ish, yeah. and, you know, Mexican and tortillas and crisps and all that kind of stuff. But, and, but the thing is, again, it comes back to that key word that we use a lot, which is adaptation. Mm. And for us, it's like the evening meal was our opportunity to let our hair down a little bit, have a dessert if we fancied it, have some drink if we wanted it, maybe have a pizza, whatever. So therefore, we made adaptations on the rest of our day to kind of factor that in because most evenings we knew where we were going for dinner because we'd plan ahead and a lot of the places that we'd like to go would require booking. So we needed to know where we were going. And and the beauty of today is it's like most things are available online. You can get an idea of the menu. And if we're going somewhere that we know does like an amazing like pizza or there's like one place we go that does amazing peri peri chicken and chip and we kind of just let our hair down a little bit there we'll be like okay cool well today maybe we just do an intermittent fast go for a nice big walk that day have a lightish lunch ready to kind of let our hair down a little bit in the evening and i think a lot of these things most definitely are easier said than done but we're very lucky in that when we go to portugal which is where we just went kerry's mum and dad have got a place out there so we're familiar you know, we know the hotel, uh, we know the restaurants that we like, we know the places that we like to eat. So therefore, it's easier for us to kind of... But to be fair, like anywhere you go now in the world, oh, yeah. you can get things like amazingly, you know, kind of marinated, grilled, seasoned fish or meats or, or kind of, you know, you're seeing a lot more kind of vegan options eating out, which are, you know, for me, a good vegan option is kind of real food, not kind of vegan bread I saw the other day, vegan bread with vegan cheese and vegan butter. And I was like, what? When did wow. meat, when did bread have non-vegan products in? Have I gone mad with that? Like, isn't it just flour, water, yeast? Or it should yeah. be. Well, it's not anymore anyway. So, but most places will do, you know, some variation of that with things like potatoes, rice, vegetables. And we do switch between going, you know, okay, tonight we're going to have kind of the locally caught fish with a load of different variations on a salad. One thing that we noticed that's not done very well, and it's the reason we end up starting to do our own picnic, was lunches. We just got bored of being served iceberg lettuce with two, two bits of raw onion and, and then like the piece of fish you'd get with it was amazing, but we'd be like, just a piece of fish or a lump of meat. We're like, we're, no salad. And then we'd have to order about three or four salads and suddenly it was becoming hugely expensive. So that's where we get up, didn't we? And said, yeah. do you know what? Let's just buy some stuff. Big fan of tin fish. And in fact, since we got home, one of the things that we started to do is we noticed a load of things that affect us normally. So one example is is our, our kind of gut health. Digestion was much better on holiday, despite mm. eating gluten, dairy, and some of these foods. And it's definitely down to the fact we were relaxed, sleeping, laughing, having fun. And so our motto when we came home was to be more holiday at home yeah. and try to escape more. So go on our phones less, have more conversations where you're not kind of glued to technology go to the beach if we can because we live an hour from the seaside but even if you didn't like go somewhere where you can take yeah, a picnic yeah. you know be by some water be in woodland whatever it might be we, like, we, go we just we just found a, an amazing woodland that's literally 20 minutes down the road from yeah, the suit that awesome. we get, you know, we've been, been here nearly two years now we never knew it existed 
So we're trying to kind of get up whenever we've got a free morning and kind of go, let's go somewhere we've never been. Like explore like you do on holiday, go on that adventure yeah. rather than being kind of, I need to go to Sainsbury's and do, 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 do. You know, at the weekend you can get a bit routine. And But you know what, like in these circumstances, like I can imagine somebody listening to this, oh, you know, but you know, it's all right for you guys, you know, you run an online business, you work from home most of the time. And that is true. It certainly has its pros in that sense. But we do still work. Like we do still, you know, have a job to do. And if anything, we probably work more hours than the most of our friends who do like a nine till five. And, and I'm not belittling at all, but with what we do, we're, we often say, don't we, like one of the downsides of an online business, and it's not even necessarily a downside, it's, it's, it's for us to decide, I guess, is we work a lot. You know, we work late, we work early, we work we do some kind of work pretty much every single day. Yeah, and also, even our downtime, we talk about work because <laughs> yeah. we're a couple. So well, we run the we, business together. So we run we, the business together. So we have a lot of, and we like it. We go on big, long walks yeah. and we kind of flesh out, get some headspace, get some, do some blue sky thinking. But wow. it can be, what, what I think we realised on holiday was that we felt better, we felt healthier. Mm. And one of the big factors was escaping a little bit in yeah. a book on the beach for an hour. And obviously you're also... We're sea swimming, we're barefoot walking. All of these have been shown just being, you know, kind of like the human body designed to just be outside yeah. and be in its natural environment and has an anti-inflammatory effect. So most, both of us said, you know, anything from like a joint niggle I had just before from running disappeared and both of us digestion was really good. It was down to us, I guess, to, you know, rather than come back and get straight back into that, I suppose, the ordinary routine, if you yeah, like. Yeah. And of course, you still need to go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still need to, you know, people still got bills to pay, but... If you did actually just step back for a moment and think, well, actually, how could I incorporate a little bit more adventure into my week, into my weekends, or whenever it is you have a bit of time off, you know, with your partner, with your children, family, etc. Yeah, I mean, ask yourself now: when was the last time you looked around your kind of local environment within one hour drive? Yeah, and said, where have we never been that we could go? That's exciting, and wherever you are in the world, there's, we haven't explored enough. Like none of us have no. done it. We're, we we just cannot believe since we've got back. We've done Eastbourne, we've done Brighton, we've done, as Matt said, various different woodlands, lakes. And we've even been going to kind of like British cities for work events and for kind of conferences, nutrition stuff. But this time we're saying, let's stay over, let's work there the next day in the morning. And then in the afternoon, we're going to go out and explore and do stuff and try to incorporate stuff we love doing in amongst stuff that is considered, you know, work, essentially like stuff we have to do. And just trying to make... I suppose one of the big factors that we've taken away is life should not be about the weekend. There's a lot that you can do between Monday and Friday, even if you're in an office bound, there's a lot that you can do that can make your weeks easier. And a big thing that we've come back and... Not but but equally, that, like, you know, if you don't have the time Monday to Friday, you could make a bit more of your weekends other than just being like, oh, I'm too knackered to do anything. Not yeah, working. yeah. You know, actually make some plans. But yeah aren't hugely inconvenient and yeah require a little bit of planning but don't even need to cost the earth either you know like just you know like we did you know, went down to Eastbourne and spent a day at the seaside and aside from obviously food which you'd buy anyway yeah, you know, yeah. we were it was a low cost day out wasn't it because yeah. you could have hours of fun on the beach and in the sea and whatever well, I was gonna say that'd be a couple of things that we've done a lot since we got back read fiction books which we never do we're too kind of we're reading workbooks or we're, we're kind of you know, a bit guilty of like Netflix. Which, just to give a little bit more context, right? So Keris mentioned bringing the holiday home, which we have stuck to. But this is the first time, and I said this to Keris, that we've gone away. And I said, I actually felt like I needed a holiday. 
Whereas normally I'm like, everyone looks forward to going on holiday and all that. But I was actually like, oh my God, I feel like I genuinely need one. I need to have some time off. I need to down tools. I need to do a bit more for myself because I felt like we were working a lot and I genuinely felt like it was taking its toll on my health and, you know, physically, mentally and, and, and everything. And we kind of made a pact, didn't we, that we were going to start the day without going straight onto to social media or emails. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know I definitely got into a bad habit where I would literally, and it, this just became routine. It almost wasn't even like a conscious decision I made. I'd wake up, I'd go to the loo, I'd start brushing my teeth and I'm reading emails whilst I'm brushing my teeth. You scrolling and brushing teeth is just, it always makes me shudder. Yeah. I just think like... And it was weird because it was almost like, why am I doing this? There's no real need to be doing this right at this very moment. It could have waited. And uh, we said on holiday, like, right, each morning we're going to just get up. We're not going to touch our phones. We're going to make a nice coffee. We're going to have a chat. We're going to read a book. And actually, we rather than actually enter into any conversation, we read a book, didn't we? <laughs> well, you, you did. And sometimes I just enjoy just sitting and, and like... We always used to say that you used to find like hearing pages turn really relaxing. I, I do. And I like just eavesdropping other people's conversations. I look, I can just sit in a coffee shop and just eavesdrop. And I don't know what it is. It's like a, a nice distraction. It takes me away from my thoughts. But also one thing that I realised was not going online onto email first thing in the morning and a lot of entrepreneurs say this you know there's going to be something in there that winds you up essentially so if you stay away from it you can kind of just figure out your thoughts mm. you know we can be really creative and inspirational the brain is really active first thing in the morning and this is when you should do something like you know reading you know fiction books themselves are you know they kind of work in a, an area of the brain that's yeah. more about kind of creativity escape daydreaming that kind of stuff and I, I just think it's really important and it's been a step that we've endeavoured to stick to not always since we've come back home but definitely fiction reading you're doing that I'm doing that um, well, I trying actually, to be more most mornings that I don't have clients because obviously when the mornings when I have clients like 6am I'm, I'm kind of up and out you know I haven't got time to be sitting there reading <laughs> yeah. um, it's like where are you I'm oh, just reading oh, sorry, I just wanted to do one more chapter yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, on the days that I don't have clients I've, I've kind of stuck to that you know I get up you know I make myself a coffee I just sit there, no TV, nothing. And I just read a couple of chapters of my book. And because I, I, I made that connection on holiday, that I just felt so much better for starting my day that way. Yeah. That said, there are some mornings when I, I'm up and I actually feel quite motivated to just get myself straight to the gym or I just feel like getting up and out with the dog, whatever. It's not set in stone. And I suppose that is another thing that I've brought home with me. Like, don't be so rigid with my routine. I know what some of you are thinking, yeah, man, but if you've got kids, you've got to get ready for school and then this, that and the other, 100%, you know, there needs to be an element of structure and, and whatnot to your routine. Otherwise, it's going to go absolutely, it's going to be chaos in the household. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. kids, make your own breakfast. I'm just, just reading good. this book. <laughs> but you've got to adapt. You've got to adapt. You can't just keep using that as an excuse. You can't yeah, keep yeah. using anything that happens as an excuse. There's always a bit of a workaround. You just need to adapt to it a little bit. To make even, it work for you. Even um, if you drive to work or have any kind of like driving part, like an audio book is another option. Or one thing we started doing was tuning into our favourite comedians on YouTube when we were driving. Because sometimes when I'm in the car and you're driving, so I think I, I was listening, by the way. I was watching YouTube whilst I'm driving. I, I often think in the car I should probably drive more because it takes up so much of my kind of focus. Whereas when you're driving, my mind tends to wander back to work and I start to list things and I'm like, oh, I should have done that. I haven't done that. I haven't covered this. 
and I can get myself, you've seen in a journey, I can wind myself up and then what I do is wind you up by going, what about this? You haven't done that. No, you should have done this. And you're like, now you're winding me up. And so we started to put on comedy because it's our kind of, ever since we first met, we've just loved going to comedy nights together. So we started putting our favourite comedians on YouTube and it was just amazing. And we'd, we'd, the journey would fly by and we'd be laughing and then all for the rest of the holiday we'd be quoting lines back to one another. Yeah. We can break a really kind of like stressful situation between the two of us with like a one line from Mickey Flanagan or something, can't we? You'll do it or I'll do it. And then before we know it, we're laughing again. And it's like, that changes you physically. Like it changes your hormones, changes your gut function, changes everything, changes your brain function, gets you in a different mode. And I think it's really powerful. So if you haven't got time to read, maybe you've got time to do an audio book or, you know, like listen to some comedy, but do something in the day where you're using a different area of the brain. Mm. And a holiday is a great time to get into that habit as it were realize yeah. the benefit again yeah. remember why you do this and, and how cool it feels and how healthy it makes you feel and then continue when you get home well, it's like the kind of like classic thing you hear thrown around upon uh thrown around within like i suppose entrepreneurship circles and owning your own business online businesses that you, know, you ever heard that thing where they say oh create a life that you don't feel you need to take a holiday from right type yeah, thing. Yeah. which um well, I, I get what they're getting at because obviously the idea is, is you create a lifestyle and you have a career that fulfills you and that makes you feel very happy and you enjoy most of the time. Um, Just to interrupt you there, my dad, all of his life said he loved his career. It was amazing. But he said one of the things he looks at me and you often and thinks that he almost kind of worries for is, is he said, I worked really hard and I loved my job, but... A, I stopped on Friday night and didn't go again until Monday morning. So I always had two days off. Yeah. And he said, B, I always had, you know, as he got higher and higher in the, up the kind of career ladder, he always had two holidays a year where he did not work yeah. at all. And I mean, didn't even speak to his PA or anything. And I read a lot of entrepreneurs who say that, like I go off and I literally go offline for two weeks solid. And yeah. it's so that they can be the best version of themselves the yeah, rest of yeah, the time. Sure, you know? yeah. So as much as I, I hear that a lot across kind of mentors and things, actually, and I think I'm one of those people that would probably benefit from a two-week reboot where I just use my creative brain and think of... Because I do start to get ideas for new books and recipes and, was, and that, when I'm on holiday. Well, there's, yeah, but we always talk about like having a bit of like, you know, blue sky thinking and, you know, when you're sleeping more and you're stressing less yeah, and all yeah. of that, you can almost put things into perspective a little bit more. You've got greater clarity etc etc and you know essentially it's what holidays are all about you know like we say it's that it's an opportunity to replenish rejuvenate and get your head in the right place get your body in the right place etc etc but i think we often say oh you know this is amazing we feel great for this why can't we incorporate this into our day when we get back you know yeah yeah, sure we can't just go home and just kick our feet up all day long reading books and sit on the beach (laughs) but we can certainly incorporate elements of it because, you know, based on the lifestyle that we have, because at the moment, you know, we don't have kids, but we have a fur baby. You know, we think of things that, that we can do in the environment that we're, that we're currently in and our schedule. Of course, everyone will be different based yeah. on, you know, your working hours, your shift, what your partner does, children, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the list goes on. But adapt it to you and your lifestyle. And there is always a way. To be more holiday at home. To be more holiday at home. <laughs> no, bring it right back. We're trying to make it a thing. We're trying to make um, it a thing. 
Just quickly, so another couple of things that we do on holiday. Some people ask us if we, what we take, like what's your holiday essentials? Mm-hmm. And just a couple of things that we took this time around, which we felt we benefited from. Number one, we actually found a good natural sun cream, didn't we? Hallelujah. We have tried so many and Matt's been so resistant. We've just gone back to, when well, you've gone back to using the kind of normal one and there's some concerns about the amount of chemicals that are loaded into these now and then go out in the sun in them so we used one called trofix which we were very impressed with weren't we and actually a couple of of our members our fit365 members had said try it the link is on our blog fit holiday blog and so thank you amanda for recommending that because it was the first one that rubbed in blended in didn't it and so yeah you're rubbing hummus (laughs) all over your body and then walking around with a white face for the rest of the day you know so yeah so we we took that but then we often talk about you know like Kerry said like some people with sunscreen like oh you know the others have got like loads of chemicals in and all of that but also yeah if you're slavering on some sunblock all the time you know you're you're essentially preventing your body from producing vitamin d yeah and, and this is something we often talk about in the of course, you need to be responsible in the sun. You can't just be like, hey, vitamin D, you know, yeah, and then yeah. just get burned and expose your skin all day long. So be responsible. And we often say, you know, try and expose your skin with no protection whatsoever in terms of like sunscreen, maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes, um, you know, do it in little waves. If you know you're going to be in the sun for a long period of time, like if you're on a day excursion or you're going to be out and about, yeah, pack some and definitely put some on, you know, especially with the little ones running around as well. But try and have those moments of a little bit of kind of almost like natural sun exposure, if you will. Yeah, you need to, the skin will produce melanin, which is a natural protection. Cocoa is very mm. important for that as well. Well, and the things as well as you can, like you'll find that you, you don't burn. You, you don't burn so much. Yeah. You know, your body is, I suppose, building up that kind of like natural response or natural defense to some like exposure, isn't it? Yeah, that's, and that's what the, the melanin is. Yeah. Um, another couple of things that we take along, we always take a multivitamin because, as we just mentioned, we just don't eat as many vegetables. And we don't eat as much food generally, do we? I don't think. Because the heat or whatever. We, yeah, so we take a well, multi. Like, well, you do order veg and they've just been like, boiled it looks like every ounce of nutrition that was in them has just been boiled out. Just <laughs> ran away in the water. They've poured down the sink or something. Uh, we also take a, a fish oil. Although we eat the oily fish, we eat out more. So there's a lot of vegetable oils being consumed in terms of we're having chips and things like that. And obviously that's the, the kind yeah, of... Our, our omega-6 consumption goes, goes up. Goes <laughs> up. Plus we discovered almond butter on a sweet potato is very nice yeah. this holiday. Who knew? Well, Kerry's knew. Leftover. But the thing to know is the leftover... Uh, so the Portuguese sweet potatoes are a little bit more like the white flesh potatoes Amazing. you get here, aren't they? They're not like the American ones, which are quite soft and sweet. They're more starchy. So they're more like the white flesh sweet potatoes here are like the you Portuguese can, sweet potatoes. You can potato. get white flesh sweet potatoes in the US. Can you? Well, those ones we've got in the, the oh. food bowl right there are from the USA. Oh, well, the white flesh sweet yeah. potato, which is a bit more starchy, and then you cook it and leave it, and then put almond butter and sea salt on top. Very nice. That was our breakfast with some boiled eggs quite a lot, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, we loved that. Um, I have to get on that. <laughs> Come on, some people go, what? And then try it. You have to try, try it. it. Trust. So, yeah, no, we take a multi, we take a fish oil, we always take extra magnesium just because we do we're quite active on holiday so we i'll talk about that in a second but we tend to be doing something most days walking more doing some sports um sometimes we're training sometimes we're not so we'll always take magnesium as a little bit extra and lastly in terms of gut stuff just a couple of tips so if you suffer from anything like traveler's diarrhea saccharomyces boulardii is a, a kind of 
beneficial yeast can be helpful. It used to be called Bowel Calm. The brand I use is Optibac for that very reason. So it can help with food poisoning. If you're kind and of, of course, that, you know, that depends on where you go in and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and secondly, you could take something like digestive enzymes and a little bit of hydrochloric acid support. Again, if you're going somewhere where you might be prone to getting food poisoning, the reason being, again, hydrochloric acid might kill off bugs. Yeah. And going the other way, if you're more prone to constipation, which is really, really common, then you can take a kind of Mixture, so magnesium, again, is helpful because magnesium kind of relaxes the bowel. Yeah. I'm a big fan of this product called Fiber Smart. We sometimes take, don't we, with a view that we're not going to be eating any fiber because we're just out and about sometimes. And it just helps to keep fiber intake up when you're traveling. There's also one called Caracol, which is like a pureed papaya. Or there's the age-old solution, prunes and yogurt, which your nan is a big fan of, isn't she? She tells us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Within seconds of walking in the door, she tells us about her bowel movements and then Just updates us. Yeah, update. Like, cheers, Nan. Yeah. <laughs> glad you, I'm glad you mentioned it. So I had my prunes this was, morning. We know what's coming that. next. We're like, oh. But yeah, so things like fruit and yogurt and just generally the bowel gets just kind of upset by the kind of anything from changes in your sleep-wake cycle to jet lag, all those kind of things. So those, they can be just the helpful. Yeah, the water. But, but, but you know, like the thing is, you're going on holiday you know, you don't want to be overthinking these things. You want to relax. But as I said, for me, you want to come home feeling better than when you when you left. Yeah. You know, definitely. whereas I know a lot of people that almost need a holiday for a holiday. Yeah. Because they went, yeah, yeah. They went away, they got Sleep a bit carried deprived. away and they've come back feeling like crap. But luckily they've got a tan and the tan despises <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much everything. Everyone looks good with the tan. Everyone looks healthy with the tan, yeah. despite the fact you might be dying inside. So... Should we do like a roundup? Well, yeah, the last thing I was going to say was the exercise side of things. Like we, in terms of exercise, you shouldn't even need to think about it because in terms of step count, exploring, mm. sightseeing, don't make any excuses. We do tanning walks, don't we, on the beach? Because we noticed if we just sit still and try and sunbathe, we get like random patches where you get like really tanned knees and like yeah. feet because you're lying still it's, it's been like a long beach walk like you can tan your one front half on one direction there, and, and then back it, on, yeah on the way back it was perfect and generally if i identify a coffee shop about a mile away that incentivizes you to come with me yeah. and then there mm. and back is a two-mile walk so we do tanning walks but generally we always go we'll get a bit bored of just kind of you know lounging around after a while and say let's go and see this town yeah. this city and like i said and occasionally we'll train if training is available and also just check out any local activities we've done everything from we've done land surfing we've done surfing we've done wind surfing we've done rock climbing we've done supping some of it we like some of it we don't but that is part of the the yeah, adventure, it's like it? anything it's like you don't know until you try i guess we don't we don't go every day we're going to do this we just no, go and no. explore it don't we but that was what we were quite more we were quite a lot more casual this time and whereas before you know you'd be like i'm on a i've got to plan loads of stuff and this that and the other whereas we were a bit like like i say we've got that kind of freedom because we've been to portugal so many times now and stayed in the same place we know what's on offer yeah so yeah. we can be a bit like oh we'll just see how we feel and we'll do this today but as mentioned earlier, there is still an element of planning to what we do. You know, we plan where we go to eat. We decide roughly what kind of meals we're going to eat without kind of making... It's not too rigid. We're not to the point where, oh, Monday we're going to eat this, Tuesday we're going to eat this. But then we, have some, to... we have some alcohol-free days. I didn't mention that as well. Just because we also get a bit, like, not bothered. Yeah, so, not bothered. Like, but, yeah. but again, that comes down to the choices that we make. It's yeah, not yeah. a conscious decision to be like, oh, to be super duper healthy, we're not having any alcohol today or tomorrow <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's just, we just base it on how we feel. And like I said, 
you know, we are more flexible on holiday. We do let our hair down a little bit more, but we stress less. We sleep a hell of a lot more. Yeah. We get outside more. You know, we're, we're naturally a little bit more happier. We move more despite not exercising as much, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. even though we spend less time actually working out per se, our day-to-day movement was much, much higher. So the biggest take-home for me is to just enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your holiday for what it is and embrace all the things that, that holiday should be about, which is sunshine, sleep, smiles. Relax. Reflect. Yeah. If you're dreading coming home, you need to think about that. Yeah. Why? Why, why am I dreading? Because to be fair, and I don't want to sound like I'm like, kind of like just like, you know, all check us out, but we genuinely feel excited to come home. Not because we've had a crap holiday. No, no. But Whilst we're away, like Kerry said, we talk about like new ideas, new projects, you know, like how could we make Fit Food better? How can we make Fit 16, Fit 365 better and help more people? And we get excited about it. So we're almost like, oh, let's get home and let's get cracking. That's an amazing feeling. And I genuinely feel so, so grateful to be in that position. And there's no reason why you shouldn't feel the same, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with, with assessing your career or whether a change is needed absolutely not at all and like i said use your holiday as an opportunity to blue sky thinking blue sky thinking reflection etc right yeah and that's that i'm really hungry now me too (laughs) and and i feel like i want to go on holiday again yeah so (laughs) let's have some lunch and book a holiday book a holiday (laughs) how about that guys hope you've enjoyed hope there's uh, some value there if you've got a holiday plan amazing but uh enjoy yourself that's the main thing any questions whatsoever, please get in touch, info at fitterfood.com or hit us up on social media channels and we will get back to you. Have a good one, guys, and see you in episode 106. Bye. Laters. <laughs>